So I had this big idea. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make a difference in the world. I'm going to give a little back. And I was ready to follow this. I gave away my car. I gave away everything I had. And I, I took off. And when I first did, it felt really, really good. I was this bush pilot. I was climbing over these mountains in Central America. And I had this woman on a stretcher in the back of the plane. And she was sick. She was having trouble breathing. And her mother's there holding her hand. And I'd glance back at her. And then I'd look at my gauges. And I'd look outside. And there's these rich, rich forests out there. And then I got this, this smell of smoke. And I got really nervous. Like, smoke is not ideal here. And uh, I was looking down, and there were all these little farmers, and they were digging on the sides of these steep, barren slopes. And their fields were all eroding away. And they were, they were clearing this forest and making way for more fields. And they were burning it and turning it into charcoal. And when I realized where the smoke came from, it kind of relaxed. It felt kind of good. And suddenly there was this scream from the woman behind me, this bitter cry from this mother and her daughter. She died right there on my very first flight, very first mission. I flew on. I kept flying. I flew on for years. I went all over the world. I filled my passport and, and I ended up in East Africa. And I'd been there for a couple of years and uh, after a bit of time, this idea that I was going to make a difference, it was, it was kind of hard to see. Africa was different. There was this sun. It was just blazing down all day long and it was a drought. It hadn't rained for a long time. And this corn had grown about knee high and it withered and people were hungry. I'd seen poverty before, but I hadn't I'd seen hunger. And these days where there's just the silence of blowing dust where nobody did anything. They didn't have anything to do. But the evening was different. The sun would start to set. And one evening I was summoned over to this little house and uh, this little mud hut. And I I walked inside there and I helped wrap the body of this boy in a blanket and we were carrying him out and, and the sun was setting and there were these, these clouds rising the raindrops were just striking into this dust and suddenly this whole village, they let out this cry, this, this beautiful sound. It was the most beautiful sound I'd ever heard. It wasn't for the boy, no. This, this was a cry of hope. It was a cry of joy. It was excitement. It was, it was for the rain. But it was too late. The crops were already dead and these cows were dead on the side of the path and, and this rain came and it came hard and it just swept everything away and a few days later this this wind came and it dried it out and it was it was worse than it was before it was dry and barren so I started walking I wanted to understand how does anyone survive here what are they living off what do they what do they eat and I'd get my little backpack and I'd go and I'd go for miles and miles and days and days and I'd sleep in these little mud huts and I'd I'd help dig in these little cornfields it was pointless because they didn't have seeds. It wasn't going to rain. It was, it was just action, trying to survive this hope and belief that they could make it better. And what I learned there is these people, had, they had this freedom that I'll never have. They had this lightness about life that they didn't have anything to lose. I realized that that, that freedom, it ends at hunger. Everywhere I walked, everywhere I flew, everywhere I was wandering, I could see these little fields were creating hunger, but not for me, no, 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 no. I wake up in my world of plenty. I've got my buttered toast. I've got my coffee and cream, and I'm sitting there thinking about this carbon footprint I have and, and how I changed the world. And, and outside the window, I can see who it affects. There's this long line, and they're all there. They're begging for food. They're looking for something to eat. So I'm connected to these relief organizations. I go out there, and I stand in front of that line. I'm, I'm going to make a difference. And so... The first woman in line, I remember, she'd been, she'd been standing there since long before I woke up. She didn't sit down, no. She'd been standing there the whole time. And I went up and I shook her hand all, you know, happy. I just had a cup of coffee. Yeah, I feel great. <laughs> Hi. And uh, 
her hand, it was, it was callous, it was strong, it was cracked, it was dry. She'd been out there and she'd been working in that field and working it hard and hard, and it just hadn't produced. I didn't feed her right then, no, I, I decided to follow up. And I did, I got my backpack and two days later, I, I marched over to this lady's house and I walked in there a little, little yard right there, just in time to watch her lower it into a hole in the ground. And this hit me hard and it, it still kind of irritates me. It, it gets me and it, not because I didn't feed her, I could have just given her like a crust of my bread or could have given her anything, no. That wasn't our system. It got me because, because for the first time, this idea that I was gonna go out there and I was gonna make a difference in the world, it was, it was broken. I had this glimpse into the sheer scale of this problem. This problem called hunger. And I didn't have any clue. I didn't think there was a solution. I stuck around for a little bit. I watched a couple of shovel loads of dust thrown into that grave and I took off. I needed some sort of perspective and I ran. I, and I didn't stop till I reached the top of this little extinct volcano. And when I got there, I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted to give this lady a job. I wanted to pay her to do something, to rebuild her world, to put back these forests that were burning. I didn't know how to do that now. I was just this little guy on top of a volcano with this really beautiful view of a really, really complex problem. And that problem, it's, it's been screaming at me ever since. But what's changed now is now I, now I wake up in the morning, I know there's a solution. I see all these people that are solving this problem. They're figuring out how to feed people, how to make life sustainable in these environments. And, and I've got my big ideas and I, I go and I sit and now I plant trees with a computer and I think that's all cool. But, but what really excites me and what gets me like really, really hopeful is that this planet we live on, it is totally packed out with all these people that they all believe that we can make a difference and they're doing it. They're doing it right now, today. And I like that. It makes me happy. 